Hi, my name is Jenny Donnelly, and this is Shauna Danberg, and you have joined the Don't Mess With Our Kids podcast. Okay, so there are women, young and old, and especially the mama bear, Shauna, Mm -hmm. that have had enough. That's right. Because the attack on our children has gone way too far. So there is a grassroots movement rising in America right now, and we want you to be involved. A couple different ways for you to be involved. It's really easy. You can certainly share this podcast. But also, we are calling for all 50 states to stand at their state capitol on April 13th, 2024. And you can go to don'tmesswithourkids.us for more information about that. But also, Shauna, we are looking at almost one year out, give or take, and we're going to have the date figured out here really soon. Yeah. But we are going to be standing with 1 million women and their families, their entire family in Washington, D.C. at our National Mall to see America turn back to God. These are urgent times, and we do not want to sit back and hope that things go well because we are the light, and we've been called by God to step in. Genesis 128 says to fill the earth and govern it, subdue it. And I love that so much. So today's guest, I'm so excited about having her on. Her name is Candace Smitherman. She's actually Dr. Candace Smitherman. So listen to this. She is an apostolic and prophetic revivalist, and you're going to feel that, and a healing minister who is the founder of Dream Mentors International Biblical Life Coaching School. She is also host of the Glory Road television broadcast show, shown on a variety of networks and also hosts Your Path to Destiny on ISN, which is its Supernatural Network. She has appeared on Sid Ross, It's Supernatural, among other shows, and she is the author of these books, Heavenly Portals, How Eternity Impacts Your Past, Present, and Future, Releasing Heaven, Creating a Supernatural Environment Through Heavenly Encounters, and Angels of Fire, the Ministry of Angels in the End Time Revival. I think I need to read all wow. of these. <laughs> these are amazing. <laughs> I can't wait. And she has many other books and publications, but she writes for multiple online and print publications such as Charisma, Elijah List, and Spirit Fuel. She also hosts the course Journey Through the Hebrew Calendar with Charisma Magazine as, and has many courses with Charisma. And you can see all the good stuff and more at her Dot com at her website, which is candacesmithman.com. But without further ado, let's bring her on the show, Dr. Candace, pastor and friend, Candace Smithman. I'm so happy you're here today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. It's truly my honor to be here with both of you beautiful ladies. I'm so excited about what God is doing. He is going to be just protecting our kids at the next level. And we are standing with him on that. So this is really awesome to be a part of this movement. I'm super excited. And you are a mama bear and you're a grandma bear. Yeah. Grandma bear, which you're a grandma bear. I can't wait to be a grandma bear. (laughs) That's incredible. But there is something about our kids when they are so vulnerable Yeah, and they are being I mean, we could go all into it, right? All the things that are happening to our kids right now, there is no waiting around for us to stand up, stand in front of the opposition and say, don't mess with our kids. And so a little bit of background on you and I, we met because we were actually doing a Monday live Zoom. You were invited into the Zoom. You got to hear about this movement. 
And you texted right away and said, Jenny, I have to be a part of this. And then I got to learn a little bit more about your life. And I was so inspired because number one, you are traveling all over the world all the time. You are a Proverbs 31 woman all the way. <laughs> like, where's Candace now? What is she doing? She's writing. She's on in the media, big time media stuff going on with you. But you are somebody that we could say is fully active. Your calendar has been full for many, many years and you're a woman of action. And so it was really incredible when you said to me, Jenny, I have to be a part of this because I know that the busiest people are going to get this done. Right. And, and when I say get it done, I mean this mission, which is to turn America, the hearts of the Americans back to God. And so I was just so incredibly thankful, Candace, that you decided to step in, even though your schedule doesn't look like that's even a possibility to do this. So I do want to bring up this term that we've been throwing out there called a Delta factor. And I'll give everybody just a little bit of background, but Candace would be an example of a Delta factor. Shauna would be an example of a Delta factor. I'm a Delta factor. And I believe that many people listening right now by the end of this show are going to say, wait a minute, I'm a Delta factor too. So what happened was Lou Engle, which many of you know who Lou Engle is, but um, Lou Engle, just a, a the, you know one of the greatest pioneers in the faith and the prophetic intercession movement, he had a dream. And he was asking God to reveal to him some of the keys for how 100,000 LGBTQ would turn their hearts to God and end up leading the next revival because that was a word given by Bob Jones. He has a dream. In the dream, he hears the two words, Delta factor. He explodes out of the dream and thinks, okay, I don't know what that is, but I need to know what that is. So he said, God, give me another dream. He goes back to sleep. In the dream, he encounters a military leader. He asks the military leader, do you know what a Delta factor is, sir? And he said, I do. It's a leader of a million. And so he knew in that moment when he woke up that God was calling him to lead a million women to the mall. And he had had several other downloads, several other dreams that pointed to this. But then God said, you know, Lou, I'm going to bring you these men and women who are leaders of a million. And this will be a grassroots movement. It won't just be Lou Engle heralding a message. It won't just be Candace. It won't just be Shauna. It won't just be me. It will be thousands. And then on 414, of course, you know, God, how he is. 414, which was April 14th. I like to look at Esther 414. One of our main intercessors had a dream. And in the dream, her husband, whose name is Joshua, which would be Yeshua in a dream, sat down and said, Delta just gave us 3,000 points. And so when she told me the dream, I said, I know what that means. I believe that God has given this movement 3,000 people who are raising their hand amongst all the things they have going on, amongst all the travel, all the kids, all the stuff, all the ministries, all the businesses, and saying, but you're one of my pioneers that is going to run ahead and lead the people you influence, lead your church, lead your business into this movement that is so incredibly important to God. Now, he hasn't asked us to quit everything else, right? He's asked us to count the cost for sure. But somehow, some way, there is a grace that is coming on people to be able to run in this vision, even though they have so many other things going on. So, Candace, I would love to hear from you, and you can just tell us all the things. But what is going on in your heart 
in your mind because you and I didn't even have a friendship before. You weren't like, oh, you know, Jenny and I have such a close friendship that I I just want to do this with her. No, God himself put his finger on you and said, Candace, you're going to run in this vision and you're going to run in the front. So can you tell us why, what happened? What was going on in your heart? What, what brought you to a place that you could put this in the middle of a very, very full life? Well, Jenny, you know, in line with, you know, being, having an opportunity to hear you share the vision, I had the opportunity also to hear directly from Lou as he shared the vision. And so hearing it from both of you and just hearing what God has done in and through you all to bring this about, I knew that God was calling me to be a part of it. And the way that I could be a part of it would be to share the giftings that I have. And so I just felt like I had to just kind of bring it to the table and say, listen, you know, whatever y'all need, I'm there for you. So I told Lou, you know, I mentioned it to you. I mentioned it to other people who are a part of Harvest International Ministries, which I'm a part of as well. And the Lord just kind of orchestrated a way for me to be able to uh, just blend who I am in with the movement. And I'm already somebody who wants to see our nation uh, rise for Jesus. I want to see order. I want to see alignment. I want to see families whole and healthy and put into a perfect alignment with who God is and what he wants to see happen in the earth. You know, I believe in the kingdom of God being made manifest in the earth today and that we've been given the power to, as you said, from Genesis chapter one, verse 28, you know, dominate, subdue, replenish, um, be fruitful uh, in the earth today. And so I felt God saying, listen, no matter how busy you are, you need to get in there and you need to use the gifts that I have given you at this time. And so I just began to kind of step in. You all were so wonderful and opening uh, to having me come and be a part and just being able to use my platform to help make announcements and and uh, announce to people what's happening. That's that's who I am. And, and, and I knew that God was in this movement. I knew that I couldn't say no to this. I also knew that time was of the essence. And I just kept feeling the Lord saying, we, you have a year, you have a year to do this. It was almost wow. like the Lord had put his own time commitment on this. It was like he wanted to rush it forward. He wanted to accelerate it. And so I said to him, I'm going to give you a year, Lord, of my life to do whatever it is that I need to do to help this movement. Don't mess with our kids. Um, I believe that now uh, the land is ripe. The hearts of the people are ready. Um, hearts are turning back to the Lord. Uh, there's so much confusion and so much chaos. And I believe that God is saying to his people, it's time for us, the citizens of the kingdom of heaven, to put things in order. Um, I put out a word on Elijah list that yes, as much as this is the year of the open door, because that's the Hebrew word, a delay, um, D as in delay, it represents open door and dominion. It in line with that is the year of abundancy and creative order. And so God is calling us to walk in the levels of abundancy that he already gave us open access to through the shed blood of Jesus Christ, but then also to put things in order. And Jenny, And Shauna, what is one of the greatest things that is out of order in the earth today? But it is the agenda when it comes to the LGBTQ um, and the things that are being promoted from that standpoint. That is out of order. God created in Genesis chapter one, verse 26. He said, you and 28, you're 
created male and female in my image. And so that's God's ordained plan. And so it's our job as the sons and daughters of the king to put his words into play and see order come and be established. And so I believe with our voices and our physical actions coming to do what it is that God is calling us to do, we are the forerunners to put his order back in the earth. And this is one of the events that is going to do that. It's just one uh, one movement. I can't say it's an event because it's multiple events with the state capitals, what's going to be happening on the Washington Mall, all of these things. It's multiple events and multiple prayer moving forward what is happening uh, for kingdom uh, advancement. And so abundancy and creative order are just as much a part of the word that there is an open door, a door of dominion that God is calling forth in the earth today. That's incredible. Wow. Wow. I'm just thinking about how you mentioned, Candice, you mentioned speaking out. You mentioned that, you know, we're in the the year of the open door, but we're in the decade of the pay. And I know that you follow the Hebrew calendar. You know so much about that. So how do you see that the times and seasons and those things impacting what's going on right now and specifically even with this movement? Well, right now we're ripe, 5784. It's as though we moved through 5781, okay, through 5782, the year of double. Okay, so we made our announcements that it was going to be the word of God and it was going to be the prophetic word or the prophetic people coming together and speaking the word of God. That was 5781. 5782, the year of double, 5783, the year of resurrection power. So what would come after resurrection power, but would come the dominion of God in the earth? And that's what D means. It, it, it does mean open door, but it means the dominion of wow. the open door. So it means taking dominion. All right. So yes, if God God. wants us to take dominion. Okay. Through the open door. Okay. Then what that means is that he's setting us up to live from the spaces and places of the heavenly realms. Cause we know Ephesians chapter two, verse six, that's where the church is already seated. We've been given authority here. So from our proper seat, there is a portal, which causes us to dominate in the earth and bring about order abundancy and order go together. Everywhere there, there's order, there's more increase and multiplication. Anywhere there's disorder, there is lack and a propensity to lack. So what we're doing as the people of God is we're stepping into the year where this is the most prominent prophetic word there is. Don't mess with our kids. And the, the message that don't mess with our kids brings about is the message for the year of dominion, abundancy and creativity. And there indeed is an open door for it. There's a portal from heaven and the kingdom people are called to arise at this time and say no more. Nobody's going to say no more except for us. We're the only ones that have authority to say no more. Everybody else in the earth that is not a citizen of the kingdom of heaven will only speak what the earth says. And what the earth says is disorder chaos, these gender identity issues, abortion, all of these things that are affecting our children today. So we're the people called to set the order. So unless we rise, this order will not come into play. And so this is why I'm a part of this movement is I'm a part of the kingdom of rising. I'm going to be with the other 
voices in the kingdom, all of us together, because it's the spirit of prophecy. It's all of us coming together, being the voice of God. All of us together are the voice of God. It's not just one person's voice of God, all of us together collectively, the Holy Spirit. And I love that about your church, the collective church, that whole collective thing. It's us collectively making a deposit. So collectively, we're going to dominate order we're going to, and in this order will come abundancy and it will be the, the, the field, the field in which God will be able to give us the divine setup for Hebrew year 5785, which is going to be the year of grace. God is going to set us up for another level of grace. So we should get really excited about this because four is just a setup for what five is getting ready to do. That's amazing. You know, I'm really interested in what we're talking about right now because, you know, it was back in 2020, 2021, Sean and I live in the Portland Metroplex and people saw it on the news and it was mayhem over 180 days straight, five o'clock on the nose, Antifa showing up, tearing down a building. And I, I looked at that and said, wow, they're really organized. Wow. They must have a good communication system. They also have funding. They also had three different teams that had jobs to do to get their mission accomplished. And I thought, wow, and and the people of God have the power of God. We might just need the strategy, a military strategy, move out of audience mode, get in army mode. So when looking at Genesis 128, you know, fill the earth and govern it. You know, that word govern made a lot of sense to me, right? Because there's this governing authority, it's that dominion. But the other day, I was reading, I got a new Bible and I was reading that translation and it says to fill the earth and subdue it. And I heard the Lord say, go look up that word subdue, look that up. And so I went to blue letter Bible app, which is, you know, you can geek out on words and you know, the, the root meaning, but I pulled it up right here and subdue is the Hebrew word kabosh. I might be messing that up, but it means this to subject force keep under, bring into bondage, violate, dominate, tread down, bring into bondage. And I thought, okay, Lord. And all of a sudden I I saw it. It was like, God was saying the earth is going to act up. And when it does bring it under dominion, under your dominion, bring it under force, bring it under bondage. And he said, Jenny, it's just like parenting, you know, cause I was such a good mother until I had kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was like, oh, wow. You know, they say a five month old has already figured you out. That's about the age they figure you out. So anybody that's ever been a mother or a father knows when the little ones act up because they're going to try to take dominion. They, they don't know not to right? because they're built to take dominion by God himself. And until we come and say, nope, we're going to govern this situation. We're going to govern our home and we're going to subdue it. And so the Lord was like, I've given my believers that very same um, authority when the earth acts up and the earth is acting up. Right. So anyway, I love this conversation. Do you have any thoughts about maybe some paradigms or some ways in which people are thinking that keeps them from taking dominion? Do you like, what kind of, what kind of thought process would a believer have that would cause them to just tuck away on the sidelines in this hour? Because I'm feeling the year thing too. 
Shauna's filling yeah, the year thing, the urgency. So is, what do you think a believer listening to this right now, or maybe even an unbeliever and they want to join forces, but what do you think is intimidating them to not forge ahead and bring their light into dark places? What, what do you think is some of the, some of the things going on? Well, there's a couple of things I'll say. If you're hearing about how difficult everything is in the earth today, which is the message that we keep getting, it's always the message about what's wrong. There's never going to be a message about what's right. All messages are about what's wrong. Okay. So if you're getting those kind of messages and you're turning on the news or you're just looking even at your phone at what's coming across it, all you're going to see is everything that's bad and it's going to look so overwhelming. That when somebody is in their seat looking at that, they think, oh, what can I do? I can't do anything. I I mean, I, I'm just sitting here in this seat and I there's a tsunami flow of evil coming and I'm going to get sucked under it. Okay. That's exactly where the enemy wants us to be. Even when Adam and Eve were in the garden, they were in the most perfect place. But the enemy slithered in to tell them there was something wrong when there was nothing wrong at all. Okay. That was the message that the enemy gave Eve. He said, listen, if you want to be like God, all you have to do is eat from this tree that God said no to. Well, she was already like God and she was already in a perfect place and she had everything that she needed. The enemy still uses the same tactic today. As much lack as he can deposit in us and around us, he will continue to do so. So we have to realize our eyes, our ears, all of our senses are geared toward the realms of lack. We will always see through the eyes of lack. And when things become too big for us, even if it's lack is too big, we will we will pull back. We will feel as though we are overwhelmed. So I just feel like somebody's listening right now, Jenny and Shauna, and they're going, Yep, that's exactly why I'm not involved is because I think what you guys are doing is great, but I don't think I have a place in it. There's not a position for me. And even if there is a position for me, I'm not sure I have enough faith to believe that if I gave time in my schedule for an entire year, it would really make a difference. But you know what? I'm here to tell who is ever listening right now that that is a bold-faced lie from the enemy. Mm -hmm. God needs us all in on this. And if you have any faith at all, even the faith of a mustard seed, join a prayer group. Start one on your own, you and one other person. We've got prayer guides. All you got to do is don't go to don'tmesswitharkids.us and say you want to be a part of the prayer movement. You can pray, just you and a friend. Pick up a phone and call. If that's all you can do, do that one thing. Take your mustard seed faith and step in there. There is nothing that we have in this plan for an entire year that is too overwhelming that you couldn't get yourself in involved just a little bit. I mean, just put your big toe in there just a little bit and you will feel so much better about yourself because you knew that something was presented to you, an answer to the problem. And all you had to do was show up once a month, get on the phone with your good friend and pray through the prayer guide. I mean, Jenny and Shauna, we have made it so simple for people to join us and be on board. But listen, the enemy is going to throw all kinds of confusion. So we have to raise up into a mindset of abundancy. But Jenny, I believe this next year, through all of our collective efforts, 
what we're going to be doing is raising the kingdom up to the place of abundancy that the kingdom should have been walking in all along. Jesus has made a way for us from the very beginning. He broke the strongholds of lack. So anytime we see lack, just repent. Folks, just repent right now in the mighty name of Yeshua. Just say, you know what? I, I, I think it's too much. I'm not sure what I can do. I feel overwhelmed. Just say, Father, I feel so overwhelmed. And you know what the Lord's saying to you right now? It is okay but I have given something very simple. If you can talk to me, grab a friend and both of you talk to me. And that's how you can be a part of this. Give how you can give if that's all you can do. But there is a place for everybody in this movement. And if we can be kingdom as God wants us to be, things are going to change. I know it. We're going to see creative order, abundancy, and we are going to dominate the earth as the sons and daughters of the king. This is it. The acceleration is moving now. We got to get on this train. We got to get on it. Oh my goodness. I am so fired up. That is so (laughs) powerful and so good. But I kind of want to shift gears, Candice, because you had said that when you looked at our freedom tour dates, we're going to several different cities and you had noticed that it was in line with the Hebrew calendar. And we were sort of like, oh my goodness, we literally feel like we're in the book of Esther right now. This is crazy. And I know you know so much about that. And so we just kind of want to draw that out of you. Tell us how you see some of how, how that's connected and how you feel like, yeah, we are in the book of Esther. This is playing out before our very eyes. Totally. Well, you know, in January starts the month of Shabbat, and then we move into Adar 1 and Adar 2, okay? These are very, very prominent months because they're months that are approaching Purim. And as we know, Purim is the time that we remember the celebration, the Jews remember the celebration of, and what are they celebrating? They're celebrating that they were not annihilated. They're celebrating that one woman came and stood up and her day of promotion was not the day that she was called to come into. This is Esther, not the day that she was called to come in to see the king uh, as far as her purification time, but her day of promotion was the day that she gave her life for the nation. It was the day that she determined she would set aside even her royalty to save her kingdom. She gathered everyone together in, in Susa to pray and to, and to fast so that all would be prepared. And that's what this movement is all about is a preparation time. So Jenny and Shauna, we are preparing ourselves ultimately to step in as a nation, as a nation of believers, as the the kingdom, as the bride of Christ, to step into that position to say, Lord, we give our lives. We give our lives for a year. We give our lives for a day. But we give our lives to save our nation and to see you rule and reign as king. And so this is what is happening. And as we're doing these freedom tours, as we're January, February, and March, especially since it's the latter part of the year before Passover, we are gearing up for that time of Purim, which is going to happen in Adar 2. It's going to happen around March timeframe, where we're going to be... um, 
moving into the realms of understanding what it means to give our lives for the truth. Yeshua himself gave his life for the truth to set us free. Esther gave her life to set the Jewish people free. A true test of promotion for every single Christian is will you give your life for something bigger than you? And right now, all we're asking is one year to set people, to, to gather people together collectively so that we can present ourselves before the Lord in a state of humility and submission and say, Father, we repent before you as the kingdom that we haven't been the kingdom, but we're rising now and we're taking our position. So we, so every month on the Hebrew calendar is leading us up, but especially January, February, and March to that time right before Passover, where we remember Purim and Esther giving her life. That is amazing. I don't know if you have another question. I have a thought that might be just really important to share. So I want people listening here to start thinking about how you can mobilize and act upon what we're talking about right now, right? Because things are in, you know, thought form, they become inspiration right? and now they need to become action. Right. And one example I'm thinking about is recently there was a little girl inside our school district in the junior high, um, several girls actually, were being um, violently beat up by some of the boys who call themselves um, trans. It's the gender dysphoria situation, but um, literally boys, you know, dressed up as girls, um, but they're grabbing these girls in the hallways, videotaping and beating them up. And um, there was one girl, this happened to recently, and the mother just stood up and said, I'm, we're not doing this. And so there was a school board meeting in our community. Like, this is our backyard. There's a school board meeting, and it went Last all night. on social media mm -hmm. and uh, came down to the day. And we just decided, all of our friends, and um, we welcomed our church to do this and just our community, but to wear your shirt, don't mess with our kids. If you want to, you know, nothing's forced. Nothing is a must, but we made a suggestion to come to the school board meeting. And how about this? Let's meet in the parking lot 30 minutes before the meeting. Let's pray. We brought a big bag of communion, so communion cups, so that people could take communion with us. And we wanted to pray. We feel that that's our part to play in a community gathering like this, where there's controversy, where there's um, accusation, where darkness and light are coming to one place. And here's what happened. They canceled the in-person meeting and took it to an online meeting. And I said, Lord, what do you want us to do? And he said, Jenny, this is all about standing yeah. in the public square yeah. because that's what happened. You read the word of God. They're out and about. They're not just inside a 9 a.m. service inside a building, like they, they, you know, we corporately come together and we have a church and we have high regard for our church services, but we fill up, we sharpen our swords so that we can go out and be the light. Well, this is what the Lord said. He said, show up anyway, show up to where the meeting was going to be held, mm -hmm. still do the prayer, still take communion. So we showed up thinking nobody else is going to be there because everybody heard it was online. Well, we got there and there were several groups that had the same thought. Some of them believers, some not believers. 
and they set up a, a microphone and then they came up to me and said, are you the one that's going to lead the prayer thing? And I said, well, yeah, just a few of us, we're going to go pray over here. You know, I don't want to interrupt what you're doing. And they said, no, why don't you open up and come to the microphone? And so we got to pray over, I don't know how many people there, maybe 80 standing there and um, different groups, definitely people that were not all believers. And we were able to very quickly preach the gospel and repent, repent to God for ignoring his ways of, in his order of things. And it was really, really powerful. And we were welcomed to start it off and kick it off. It was very, very powerful. And then people came up and spoke their different perspectives. Some of it was our perspective and some of it wasn't. Um, but I just felt, and maybe you want to comment on this, but I just felt like, how about this? Tell them what you told me this morning before we went on air about the training that's required. Yeah. Well, the Holy Spirit had told me, Candace, he told me that, uh, I needed to, I needed to be in training to stand because you know how we're talking about pray fast and stand. And he said, you're in stand training, <laughs> just like I would, if I were going to run a marathon, I would probably need to train for that because I'm currently not running. <laughs> so just like that, I need to train to stand. And I actually think that would be a great you know, way to kind of conclude this time, because I, I, I feel like you are so encouraging, Candice. You're such an, an empowerer. You're such a lifter upper, if that's even a word. And so I feel like when you think about that idea of praying, fasting and standing and maybe specifically standing, how can you encourage the people listening to to stand and to take that dominion that you're talking about and that authority that you're talking about so that we can see things get in order. Cause you had mentioned order leads to authority leads to order dominion leads to order and things are out of order. So we have to take dominion to see that order take place. So how can you encourage folks? Well, that's such a good question, Shauna. You know, I do a lot of teachings on this. I have a book called Soul Transformation, Your Personal Journey, where I actually walk people through what are the things that causes them not to stand, basically. Wow. And there's three main areas that will cause us not to be able to stand and fight the enemy. And that is our needs for provision, protection, and acceptance. There These are three needs that will cause us not to enter the fight if we are too focused on our own needs in those three areas. And that's exactly where the enemy wants us to be because that's exactly what he stole from Adam and Eve in the garden. The, the very thing that he told them, they had it all, but he told them they didn't have provision, protection, acceptance, because he said it's in the tree. If you go over there and you take from the tree, this is Genesis chapter 316, says that Eve looked at the tree and she basically saw these three things in it, but she had everything, but he tried to tell her she didn't. So she went after that. And then what she did was she'd opened, opened up a portal of sin that came upon her. And then of course, Adam, when he agreed with her, that then gave the enemy a stronghold on humanity. So mm. she, every Every day, our, every thought that we have every second revolves personally around whether we're going to get provision, protection, and acceptance. It's something called the get principle. We are stuck in it and we cannot get out of it, except, except, except the fact that Jesus Christ shed his blood on the cross and he died, he was buried, and he resurrected to break the stronghold that we would continue to seek after 
provision, protection, and acceptance through the means that we had already established. And each one of us comes up with ways that we establish our comfortability in provision, protection, acceptance. But through our faith and what Jesus has done, we've regained righteousness. To have a lack of righteousness means that we're always on the hunt for provision, protection, acceptance. To have righteousness means we know where our righteousness comes from. We know where our provision comes from, and it comes from the Lord himself. See, Jesus actually broke the bonds, so now we have provision, protection, acceptance all the time. But you got to change your eyesight. So when we talk about people standing, they have to come from a dominion of lack to a dominion of prosperity that happens in our souls. So yeah. only through the word of God and building ourselves up in renewed, renewed, renewing our mind. Re and then the word of God builds our faith, hearing the word of God, these kinds of things. Then we gain a faith and a strength that causes us to see through the eyes of abundancy and prosperity. Shauna and Jenny, prosperous people are not concerned about how they're going to get their needs met for provision, protection, and acceptance. In order for the kingdom of God to stand, we have to know that Christ has fully accomplished those things for us. That will build us up in enough strength to go forward and say, enemy, no matter what you throw at us, we know you are not our provider, our protector, and our acceptor, and we will not fall down on that, but we will continue to forge forward because Christ bought us back provision, protection, acceptance. So therefore you have no stronghold on us ever again. That's what it's going to take, Shauna. It's going to take the people learning to understand. It's just as important to know how the enemy works as important it is to know what Christ has acquired for us in the areas of prosperity. A balance between the two of them will make the kingdom strong. Amen. Wow. Wow. So good. Slavery to sunship. There you Slavery go. There you go. I want to put up your oh. website one more time because we're going to have to read. I mean, we've opened a beautiful can of truth mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. And I want people to go to CandaceSmithman.com. I want you to see these books. I want you to see what was the last one you spoke of? What was the title of that one? Yeah, Transformation. I'll just start right here. It's called Soul oh, Transformation. Go your personal Perfect. journey. It's a six week Bible study. And I'll walk you through all of these temptations, both my husband and I do something you do every day for uh, five days in a week. And there's six weeks to it. By the end of it, you're going to be walking in his righteousness. Come you're going to be strong in your faith. Hallelujah. I love that. And I got to meet your daughter yesterday over the phone. And at 25 years old, I'm listening to this girl going, man, there's so much fruit coming off of her but I always know you can trace that back to who raised this girl. So anybody on here that is thinking, I need more fruit in how I think. I need to know that God has everything provided for me. I don't have to go on the hunt for anything. Yeah. I just have to receive what God has already done. I can follow my father. I don't have to follow fear ultimately is what you're referring to. The fear of not being protected, provided for, accepted. And those of you out there saying, man, I want what this lady is talking about, <laughs> then you know what? You can have it. That's why we write books, right? Because we want to give it away. So go to CandaceSmithman.com, grab that study. I'm going to do that. I'm so excited about that. I'm actually going to share it with a group of business people that I have because um, in my business realm, you know, I don't have hats. I just have my life, right? But we want to help people um, transform no matter who it is that God has given us influence with. 
We want to help people transform. We want to turn their hearts to God so that they can live in the abundant life, um, free of all fear and just in the love of God, prospering and living in that abundancy like you talked about. So would you pray for everybody today before we end this broadcast? You bet. You bet. Yes, I believe, folks, I believe so much that this is the year that God is going to raise you up. He's going to raise us all up to be walking in the abundancy and prosperity that is already ours. Father, I thank you right now for everyone who's listening, Lord. Just raise them up at the sound of my voice. Let their soul begin to expand right now. Let their spirit be full of joy because we are entering into a year where we're standing together and we're being the kingdom. Lord, I thank you, Father, for each need that has come to your altar, Father, to your throne, that every need has been met. So folks, as you're thinking about whatever your need is right now, God says it is met in the mighty name of Yeshua. Just raise up in your faith right now, faith increase and begin to stand on what Jesus has already done. No enemy formed against you will prosper. There should be no lack in your life for you are above and not beneath. You will lend to many and you will borrow from none. God has a great plan for the kingdom of God and he's calling us as a team to stand up and say, kingdom arise, kingdom arise right now. Everything on the inside of you, rise, 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 coom, rise up and grab a hold of all that God has for you. You are a world changer and a history maker and God has already done it through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Step into the place he is calling you to be active in whatever it is he's calling you to be active in because he has given you authority. Genesis chapter one, verse 26 through 28, to be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and increase the world in the mighty name of Yeshua. Woohoo. I high five y'all. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. I can feel that. Thank you, Jesus. I'm so excited that you're going to be with us for several of the freedom tours coming up. It's going to be so exciting. People are going to be able to be ministered to and strengthened through the word that God's going to give you. And I'm pumped about that. Listening on you know, a platform like this is so powerful, but even more powerful is actually being in person. Mm -hmm. So anybody on here, you can go to hervoicemovement.com. Maybe we can put that banner up. I don't know if we have it, but hervoicemovement.com. Go look at the Freedom Tours. There you go. The Freedom Tours at hervoicemovement.com. Check out one of the cities near you. And we're going to have lots of people ministering. You will never be the same. You will leave that place totally different than the way you came in the doors. And how do I know that? Because we have history of that story on repeat <laughs> on all the events that we've been doing because God is good and he is wild for his children and he does not leave us the same. And so he's going to be doing some crazy, awesome stuff. So we're so happy to have you at the Freedom Tours. And thank you for leading. Thank you for being a Delta Factor. And uh, we're so blessed by you. Thank, thank you so much, Candace. Thank Thanks you for both being here so today. much. Thank All right. Well, this has been an incredible time. Are you fired up? Oh, my goodness. I love her. I do, too. So you heard me say that we are going to have these Freedom Tours. And there are several cities that we're going to be at. So I want you to look at where we're going. Go to hervoicemovement.com, find the city, mark it on your calendar, and bring friends. Get the hotel, get in the car, get in the airplane, whatever you have to do. Because I am telling you, without any exaggeration, that your life will never be the same. And what that means is 
the people around you that God's entrusted to you, they'll never be the same either. Because when you come home transformed, if they didn't get in the car with you, which is ideal, right? But if they didn't, the people around you in your workplace, in your business, in your church, your children, your family, most important, they're going to start getting a new impartation from your very presence will be different. So we want you in that room and we want you to commit and do it and bring people with you. Also, you heard about the prayer hubs. Well, that is something that is so simple. It's absolutely free. Go to hervoicemovement.com or you can even go to don'tmesswithourkids.us. And in there, you'll find a spot that you can sign up to lead a prayer hub. Mothers and grandmothers, let me talk to you for a second. If you have children, even the little babies, we want you to download those coloring sheets. Once you sign up for a hub, you'll have access to an app. You'll have access to those coloring sheets. And here's how simple it is. Get that two-year-old out coloring and scribbling all over the place. Hopefully only on the paper at my house, it goes everywhere. But that's another story for another day. Get them scribbling on those papers and just say, all right, when I finish this sentence and I say amen, you're going to say amen with me because it's so important that these kids learn prayer as a lifestyle, not as a 911 button when they're Mm -hmm. 35, their marriage is on the rocks and they've never prayed or they've never had confidence in prayer. So we want to get that in them now. Yes, we're protecting the kids. Yes, we're defending them, but we must train them up in the way they should go so they do not depart from it. So Don't Mess With Our Kids is not just a stopping point for evil. It is also a call to be extremely active. Get on the offense, teach those babies to pray, and watch your world change. Thank you so much for being with us, and we'll catch you next episode.